Hey there, this is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. This is Ian Pruckner. I'm very, very excited to be with you today. And man, listen, I know your time is so valuable. Time is at a premium. I understand that. And so it really, really doesn't uh, fall uh, blindly on me that you are investing your time. And so thank you for all of you who choose to spend a little bit of time with me each and every single week. It really does mean the world. And a very special thank you to everybody who uh, shares this content, uh, whether it's on social media, tagging me on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner. Tag me in it. I'll share that back out. And uh, thank you so much for those of you who are rating the podcast, leaving reviews, sharing it with teammates, friends, family members. It really does mean the world to me. And today we're talking about a concept that I call isolating the issue, isolating the issue. So the idea for the podcast really came about, and the title of the podcast is based upon the title of my first book, a book called Byproduct. And the idea of the book was we're all living in a byproduct. Our results right now in every area of our life are byproducts. They're what we got from the things we did. We've been doing things and our life is the outcome of those things, right? And so the main idea in the book is a concept called T-BAR. You've heard me talk about that a few times here on the podcast. And T-BAR is an acronym. It stands for Thoughts, Beliefs, Actions, and Results. And life is creating itself really through this process. We have thoughts, and over time, those thoughts eventually become beliefs. Our beliefs eventually create our actions, and our results are simply byproducts of our actions. Our thinking creates our belief, our belief creates our action, our action creates our results, okay? So that's the idea of T-Bar. And I've, I've been fascinated in a decade plus of leadership. You know, I've dealt with tens of thousands of people, uh, you know, potential entrepreneurs, people who started their own businesses, uh, people who were already in business, who had big dreams, big goals, great people, hardworking people, and yet habitually they come up short. They, they, they fail. They don't get to their goal. And I really became enamored with the idea of what stops people from achieving their goals and dreams. You know, you, you meet some people, sometimes you're like, yeah, that guy's doomed, right? <laughs> you know what I'm say, saying, right? Like they're just, you know, their life's a mess. They don't got it together. But everybody understands that. But what about the ones you look at that on the outside, they look like they have it all together. They say the right things. They might even be doing the right things, at least for a period of time. What stops those people from winning? Okay. And most people by default are average and ordinary. The average person is average, right? And because they're average, basically by default, they've not accomplished anything extraordinary. They're, they're average, right? But I don't think anybody desires to be average. I don't think anybody, you know, goes to kindergarten. They say, what do you want to grow up to be, Timmy? And he's like, average and ordinary, right? I don't think, I don't think anybody ever says that, but yet that's exactly where most people end up. What causes that. And for the answer to that question, we look to the T-bar process. One of my favorite sayings is this, the biggest gap in the world is the gap between knowing what to do and doing what to do, <laughs> right? So why do people know what they should do and even what they must do, but then simply not do those things, right? Like in that the human condition, like most of humanity's problem comes from People who know what to do are capable of doing that, 
but don't do it. Think about smokers for a second. Hey, if, if you smoke, stop, okay? Listen, it's not good for you. Your family loves you, and they don't want you to have the, the, the issues there. And you probably know that, right? Okay? You probably know that. Or, or if you're related to a smoker, they know it's, it's not good for them. That's not a fact that is beyond them. Right? They know it's going to cause them to die early. They're going to have a lot of health issues. It's a very expensive habit. They can't go in restaurants and do... Uh, they know all these things, right? They know they should stop, but they keep smoking. Why? Right? What about people who are trying to lose weight? Like everybody knows, eat less calories, do more exercise. Everybody knows that, yet most people don't do it, right? What about, you know, broken relationships, maybe with a parent or a sibling, and everybody knows that, you know, I should forgive this person. Maybe I should apologize. I should reach out and try to, to reconcile this relationship. But they don't. They don't do it. They know they should do it, but they don't do it. What about the salespeople? They know they need to be making sales calls. They know they need to get their income up. They know they need to, to move the numbers. But not today. They just don't do it today, right? The world is full of people who know what to do and simply are not doing it, are not doing it. Okay, well, how do we stop that? If I were you, and when I was where you were, right, okay, uh, you know, I thought about how do I stop that? How do I get me to stop? How do I get myself to do the things I need to do when I need to do them? And how do I get myself to do them easily, right? Where I'm not fighting about it all the time with myself. Okay, and then secondly, if you're gonna lead people, is how do I get my people to do the things that they need to do? right? How, I can see what they need to do. I can communicate that. How do I get them to do it? And the answer is found in the T-bar process, specifically in isolating the issue, isolating the issue. There's really three variables in the T-bar process. That is our thinking, our thoughts, right? Our beliefs and our actions. Our results really are not variable in terms of us controlling them. The result is the byproduct. It's being controlled by the actions the beliefs and the thinking, right? But we do have control over the thinking, the beliefs, and the actions. And so think about it like this, all right? So we know what to do. Let's say we want to stop smoking. We know that's bad. We know we want to stop. We know our life would be better. Those are all thoughts. We think those things. My life would be better if I stopped this. I'd have more money. I'll live a longer life. Those are all thoughts. Those are good thoughts. Those are thoughts that are really what we want to do if we want to stop smoking, right? Those are those are fantastic. Okay, so our thoughts are good, but we have not stopped smoking, right? So smoking is our action. Well, if our thoughts create our beliefs and our beliefs create our action, take a look here. Our thinking is right, but it did not make its way to the action, okay? Well, what's in between thinking and action in the T-bar process? T. B-A-R. Our thinking is smoking's bad. Smoking's not good. I'm going to die early. I, I care about my family. I'm going to stop. It's going to save me money. I'm going to be healthier. Our thinking is good, but our actions haven't changed. So if thoughts become beliefs and beliefs become actions and our actions have not changed, then the only place here is the middle, right? Our thinking is good. Our actions are not. The problem is in between those two which is the belief. The thought that is good and right is getting held up at the belief level, okay, and not automatically translating into the right, uh, the right action. Does that make sense? 
you know, uh, I had several friends growing up whose parents or grandparents were, you know, smokers and they would get a diagnosis, maybe emphysema or something like that. And immediately they stopped, right? Immediately they would stop smoking. And, you know, they wanted to stop smoking for 30 years, couldn't do it. But the minute they got a diagnosis that was life-changing, they were able to stop. What created that? What, what, why all of a sudden did the action kick in? The action kicked in because now it wasn't just a thought. Yeah, that would be good. Bad things could happen. It, that thought moved into a belief. Bad things are happening to me. If I don't stop this now, I will not be around very long. The thought became a belief. And once the belief and the thinking were in alignment, the action became immediate, right? They, they didn't need Nicorette. They didn't need a 12-step process. They, dadgum, stopped right then and there. They stopped in a moment. You should write this down. Change happens instantly. Change happens instantly and is walked out over time. It's walked out over time. If you're smoking right now, you could make the change right this moment. Listening to this podcast, you could decide to make the change. And as of right now, unless you're smoking, listening to this, <laughs> right, okay, you're, you've quit. You're done. So you made the decision right now, but then you've got to walk out the living of that decision over time. But change happens instantly. For 30 years, they were unwilling to make that change. And in one instant, the belief and the thoughts finally lined up. There was an alignment, right? Now, if the thinking and the belief is out of alignment, imagine drawing a horizontal line across a piece of paper, okay? And then at the end of that line, you draw a vertical line. So the horizontal line runs into a vertical line, kind of like a T flipped over on its side. Well, the horizontal line represents our thinking, right? Our thinking is going in a certain direction, okay? But when it hits the, the vertical line, okay, the belief system that's not in alignment, it stops. The thinking is blocked from moving any further in the T-bar process because it's hitting that sort of perpendicular uh, edge, right? Does that make sense? So now imagine you took that vertical line and also flipped it on its side. So it's now parallel to the first line. Well, now you could continue drawing that first line without any encumbrance from the vertical line. The vertical line is now flat and you could keep it moving. Does that make sense to you? And so all that happens is we create alignment between our thinking and our belief and then the actions are a byproduct of that, right? So isolating the issue, and this could be done anywhere. This, this could, you might, your issue might be with your thinking. Your issue might be at the action level. It, it could be anywhere, right? But most people don't know how to fix their problems. A, because they don't understand where they're coming from. And B, they don't understand where to find them and how to fix them, right? Okay, and isolating the issue is an extremely powerful tool because we can reverse engineer uh, our results to find the plane on which our problem is created. Okay, so isolating the issue allows us to solve our problems in the plane of their existence. Most people try to solve, think about the losing weight. They try to solve losing weight at the action plane. They go on a diet, they join a gym. Those are things they do. Those are actions. And they're trying to solve the problem when maybe the real problem is not the action, right? Yeah, they weren't taking enough action, but how many times have you seen people start diets and quit? 
right? So they do the right thing for a while, but they don't keep it up. Why? Well, the actions that we have are byproducts of our thinking and our belief. If we just change the action, but we don't change the thing that created the action, eventually our actions will downgrade back to the natural byproduct of our current thinking and belief system, right? Does that make sense? Doesn't that explain a lot of things, right? You, you start making the sales calls, but then you fall off. You start the diet, but then you fall off. You start reading the relationship book, but then you fall off. What are you doing? You're trying to solve the problem on a plane in which the problem does not exist. It's just, it's just the a uh, symptom of the problem at that level. The real problem in there, the real problem is earlier, right? And so if we wanna change our actions, eventually we need to change our belief systems, okay? And isolating the issue allows us to solve problems at the plane of their existence. Most people try to solve most of their problems on the wrong plane of existence, which is why they don't ever really have permanent solutions. They lose the weight and then they put it back on. Okay, trying to fix an action is like fixing the symptom without addressing the underlying illness. The symptom will always come back because the illness is still there, right? Okay, so our thinking creates our beliefs, our beliefs create our actions, our actions create our results, right? So we can look at the result we're having and we say, well, what actions or inactions are causing that result, okay? Well, why are those results, uh, why are those actions happening? What beliefs do I hold that are causing me to take those actions? In the smoker's example, I know smoking is bad, but is it really bad for me? Is that really gonna happen to me, right? Because I like smoking, I like how I feel, I like the taste, whatever it might be, okay? And is it really gonna happen to me? Maybe, maybe not, right? That may be a belief system. So, well, conceptually our thinking is right. Our belief system says, well, yeah, but, and because we have a yeah, but, it never translates over into action, right? Okay. So we've got to understand that if we want to change our actions, eventually we need to change our belief systems and the thinking that created those belief systems, right? So a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to grow and improve the wrong things, right? Isolating the issue ensures that you're working at the highest value target, that you're working on the plane with which the problem exists, Okay. And so understand this, right? That when you own and direct your beliefs, that gives you the power to progress, right? Okay, it gives you the power to change, gives you the power to grow. And so isolating the issue really looks like this. You're gonna find a place where your thinking and your actions really are not lining up anymore, right? Okay, so, you know, I, I do the diet for six months, but then I fall off and I gain all the weight back. Okay, fantastic. So. So for a while, our actions are right. So our actions are right sometimes, right? Our actions are right sometimes, okay? But, you know, I dislike the way I look in my swimsuit and I don't feel good about myself and I'm tired and I know that I need to do better. Well, it sounds like your thinking is right. So if your thinking is right, but your actions are only right sometimes, you're gonna find the issue in between the thing that's working and the thing that's not working. Right, does that make sense? Okay, so for example, uh, maybe your belief system is really good, okay? Your belief system is good, your thinking is good, but your results aren't good, okay? Well, so let's reverse engineer it, okay? Belief system's good, thinking's good, so check on thinking, check on belief system, but the belief system hasn't yet 
created the necessary action. You say, Ian, I thought the action was a byproduct of the belief. It is. It is a byproduct of the belief, but it's still possible for you to not be very good at the action, right? Does that make sense? Like you might need a, a skill that's underdeveloped, right? You might need uh, a tool that you don't have, etc. Okay, so you're doing work, you're just not doing it efficiently. So in this example, right, your belief system's good, you're believing the right things, it's creating action, you're doing things, but you're still not getting the right result. Well, where's the problem? Let's look at the results not happening, okay, but the belief system is good, where's the problem? The problem is in the quality of the action. And so instead of worrying about like, man, do I not think right? What are my belief systems holding me back? Maybe I got limited thinking, all these things. Then you just go and hunt down where the problem actually is, okay? So guys, listen, a lot of people spend a lot of time working on the wrong things because they never isolate the issue. They never figure out where in the T-bar process am I short-circuiting. And folks, every problem you have right now is a byproduct of a short circuit somewhere on the T-bar process. And so, so don't just guess at it, work backwards. And you'll always isolate the issue between the problem and the last piece of the, of the puzzle that's working. The issue is in between those two pieces. Once you know that, then you begin to, to I imagine you are searching for treasure in the ocean. Well, if you just knew it was in the ocean somewhere, the odds of you finding it are like virtually none, okay? But let's imagine you could isolate a five-mile spot where you knew the treasure was. Would it be easier or harder to find that treasure, searching in a five-mile spot versus a million-mile spot? Of course, it would be easier. Why? Because you've isolated a bunch of things that don't matter to the search to find only the spot that matters. That's what isolating the issue does. It, it gets rid of all the things that are good but won't actually help you when you're trying to solve your problem. And it isolates only the area where you need work, okay? So let's talk about some power thinking, some power beliefs, and some power actions when it comes to isolating the issue. When it comes to isolating the issue. Here's power thought number one. When I think better, I do better. When I think better, I do better. Ultimately, my results are a byproduct of our thinking that creates beliefs, that creates the actions, that create our results. When I think better, I do better. Okay, power thought number two. Okay, I can't correct what I'm not aware of. I can't correct what I'm not aware of. If I don't know where the problem is coming from, how will I fix it? And when you learn to isolate the issue, you can become a pro at isolating and identifying the root of the problem. When you change the root, you can change the fruit, right? I cannot correct what I'm not aware of. I've got to raise my level of awareness about where the problem is coming from. Number three, okay, number three power thought. When my actions and beliefs are not in alignment, I won't accomplish my goals. When my thoughts, actions, and beliefs, right, are not in alignment, I won't accomplish my goals. Like the T, the sideways T on the piece of paper, right? Imagine rolling a marble on the table. Look at a table that's by you. Imagine rolling a marble on the flat surface of the table, but then you block it with a book standing vertically. That marble can't go past the book. But if you lay the book flat, if you get it in alignment with the top of the table, the marble will roll right over the book too and get to where it's going. When my actions and my beliefs, when my thinking, my beliefs, my actions are not in alignment, 
I will not accomplish my goals. So I need to get them in alignment. I need to make sure they're all moving in the same direction. All right, let's go to power beliefs. Power beliefs, number one. I can reverse engineer any problem to isolate it to the level where it occurs. Any problem I have in my life, financial, relational, health, I can take that problem and I can work backwards to figure out where in this process is the issue actually occurring. I can reverse engineer any problem to isolate the level where it occurs. When you believe that, you become very powerful because there's no problem you can't solve with enough time, effort, and energy. Power belief number two, if I don't fix the root, I can't fix the fruit. If I don't fix the root, I can't fix the fruit. I must learn to identify not just the symptoms, but the cause. My actions are always byproducts of my belief. My beliefs are always byproducts of my thinking. I must look there for permanent solutions. If I don't fix the root, I can't fix the fruit. Power belief number three. Questioning my beliefs makes me stronger and sets me apart from all who are captives to their existing belief systems. Questioning my beliefs makes me stronger and sets me apart from all who are captives to their existing belief systems. Most people will never ask themselves this question. Are my beliefs serving me? Are my beliefs serving me? They just think, well, that's who I am. That's how I am. That's what I believe. Okay, fantastic. Is it good that you believe that? How do you know? How do you know? When you question your beliefs, that makes you stronger because when you hold false beliefs, eventually you're going to have false actions and false results, right? Who cares what you believe? You need to follow the truth, right? Because many, many people believe things that are not true and they get all sorts of whacked out results. They can't figure out why, okay? Power belief number three, questioning my beliefs makes me stronger and sets me apart from all who are captives of their existing belief systems. All right, power actions, here we go. Power action number one. I want you to list the top three problems you're facing in life right now. What are the top three problems you're facing on life and work them backwards through the T-bar process. Where is the issue happening? Where is the issue occurring? Is it at the action level? Is it at the belief level? Is it at the thinking level? Where is it occurring? Okay. Power action number two, write down three beliefs that you feel are not in alignment with the action you know you need to take. Write down three beliefs you feel are not in alignment with the action you know you need to take and then replace those beliefs. Replace those beliefs, right? Okay. And power action number three, find three examples of people who have overcome similar challenges to what you wrote down in step number one and find out how they did it. Inquire specifically about their beliefs and thinking. Okay. So listen, somebody else has dealt with what you're dealing with and has won. How did they do it? How did they deal with the problem you have and how did they solve it and move forward? Right. Okay. And learn from those people. Okay. How they overcame those challenges and inquire specifically about their beliefs and their thinking. What caused you to believe that you could make that change? What caused you to believe that you were capable of overcoming that? What was your thinking about? And understand this, 
Okay, when we adopt the thinking and belief systems of people who have the lives we want, we will move in the direction of their outcomes. We'll move in the direction of their outcomes. So guys, listen, isolating the issue, one of the greatest tools I've ever learned to be able to take a problem, no matter where that problem's being created, and solve it, and solve it, to get it to stop being a problem, turn that problem into a promotion or an opportunity uh, rather than a setback or an obstacle, right? So listen, guys, man, I know that helped. I know that helped a ton of you. Do the exercises. Don't just sit and listen and say, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sounds good, sounds good, sounds good. And then not do, right? Because listen, when you know by doing, there's no gap between what you know and what you do. And remember, the biggest gap in the world is the gap between knowing what to do and doing what to do. So let's go do those exercises. Let's become master problem solvers, isolate the issue, and man, listen, when you learn how to do that, there's absolutely nothing you cannot accomplish. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner, or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.